My name is Dave Stein. I'm a 16-year veteran of the Dyer, Indiana Police Department, and I'm currently assigned to the Detective Bureau. In addition to that, I'm both a podcaster and a podcast enthusiast. Around 2009, I became aware of the medium of podcasting. Terrestrial radio had given way to satellite radio, and satellite radio, which was at its peak, would give way to podcasting just a few years later. Today, the medium of podcasting is huge. Podcasts allow content creators, both professional and amateur, to provide uncensored and undirected content. That means that anybody, professional or not, could get a recording device, record themselves, and create a podcast. The difference between satellite radio and podcasting is that podcasts are typically free to the listener. There are podcasts out there that do use a premium or subscription-based model, but most podcasts are free to listen to and easy to find. Our podcast, Region Law, will eventually be available anywhere you can typically find podcasts. Some of you are going to listen to this podcast on your computer, at your desk, at the kitchen table, or while sitting on the couch. But if you have a smartphone, you're going to be able to listen to this podcast on the move. That's one of the benefits of this medium. The other major benefit is it's on demand, so you can go back and listen to it more than one time, or you can stop in the middle of listening and then restart again when you're free. So one of the big questions is, what is this podcast going to be? The answer to that question is definitely not simple. A few months ago, I approached a handful of region law enforcement officers I know personally. These particular officers are podcast enthusiasts, just like me. I asked those officers if they would be interested in coming together to create a podcast specific to law enforcement, and more specifically, region law enforcement. I got an overwhelming response. From that point, I spoke to the administration of my own police department. And the response was the same. It was something that everyone was interested in doing and being a part of. If you're involved in the world of podcasting or even interested in the world of podcasting, you probably already know that true crime podcasts are of the most popular genre and continue to be some of the most successful podcasts. Those podcasts typically center around cold case homicides or case studies into incidents that gained national or worldwide media attention. Typically, the podcasts in the true crime genre are hosted and produced by investigative journalists who spend a year to two years prior to releasing their podcast on investigating, recording, and producing. This podcast is really not going to fit into any of those categories. So then what is this podcast going to be? Personally, I believe that podcasting will continue to be one of the fastest, if not the fastest growing medium out there. In all the podcasts I've come across, I've yet to find one like this. A podcast specific to an area made by law enforcement officers for both the public and other law enforcement officers. Now, in this first episode, obviously, you hear me. But as we continue on, you're going to hear from many other region law enforcement officers. Their stories, their information, and their point of view. Something that's vital to this project is that we continue building a positive relationship between region residents and region law enforcement officers. This early on, I can't even tell you how often a new episode is going to be available or how long those episodes will be. My impression is that the length of each episode will specifically depend on how much information we're attempting to get across. For me personally, the goal would be to put out at least one episode every other week. My biggest goal is finding at least one officer from every agency in the region to participate and also to convince the administration of every agency in the region of the benefits this podcast can have. Although in the beginning of this episode, I explained to you that region law would not be your typical true crime podcast, I do have some information I personally would like to get out there. 
Just after 3 o'clock in the morning on June 3rd, 2012, Dyer officers were dispatched to the intersection of Harrison Place and Calumet Avenue in reference to a hit-and-run accident. The caller advised a 911 operator that the vehicle that was struck was a motorcycle and that the rider was down in the street in need of immediate medical attention. Ultimately, the rider of that motorcycle, Daniel Shively, was killed as a result of the collision. Evidence recovered at the scene helped investigators ultimately identify the suspect vehicle as a black or dark gray 2005 to 2009 Scion TC. In analyzing the scene, investigators were also able to determine that immediately following the collision, the driver of the black 2005 to 2009 Scion TC pulled to the side of the road, stopped for a minute, and then continued south on Calumet Avenue past 210th, ultimately making a right-hand turn westbound onto 213th Street from Calumet Avenue. The vehicle involved in this incident was never found. The driver of the vehicle never identified. We're confident that somebody knows the identity of the driver and somebody knows what happened to this vehicle. Whether it was destroyed, sold, hidden, somebody knows something. We're asking for someone to provide us information about the vehicle, the driver, or both. We're asking that you try to remember your neighbor who was driving a 2005 to 2009 Scion TC, black or dark gray one day, and then wasn't driving one the next. We're asking you think about a co-worker who used to drive a 2005 to 2009 Scion TC to work every day and then stopped. I want to share with you something even more specific about the suspect vehicle. In March of 2005, just like in March of every year that would follow, the Scion would make a specialty model TC, a release series. In 2005, the release series Scion TC was only available in absolute red. There are only a handful of differences between the specialty series TCs and the regular model TCs. One of those differences is a fancier bumper. The suspect vehicle in our case a 2005 to 2009 black or dark gray Scion TC had a specialty bumper on it that did not belong to that vehicle. The bumper that was on the vehicle that struck Daniel Shively was the bumper from a 2005 release series Scion TC in absolute red. The bumper had been painted to match the color of the suspect vehicle, black or dark gray. This is important, so think back. Do you know anybody that was driving a 2005 to 2009 Scion TC in 2012 with a sportier bumper? It's my belief that this bumper could be the key to solving this case, especially because there's only a limited amount of them out there, an even more limited amount that would have been in this area. We're asking that anybody who has information about the suspect or the suspect vehicle 
contact the Dire Detective Bureau immediately. I can be reached in my office at 219-865-1163, extension 1835, or by email at d, as in David, dstein, s-t-e-i-n, at townofdire.com. Please post this podcast everywhere you can. Getting this new information out there could be vital to solving this case. Neither I, nor any other investigator that's ever looked at the evidence in this case, believes that the person who was behind the wheel of that 2005-2009 to Scion TC meant any harm to Daniel Shively. Regardless of that fact, this person needs to come forward. We're working diligently every day on this case, and we're confident that we're going to get to the truth. With that being said, we're asking you, the person responsible, to find us before we find you. So this is just an example of what we could do with this podcast. We're used to seeing this, seeing people share things on Facebook, things they find funny, things they find interesting, and things they deem important. It's extremely easy to share this podcast in the same way, and we're asking that you do just that. In addition to listening to the podcast, we ask that you both like and follow our Facebook page, which can be found on Facebook at Region Law Pod. There's also a Twitter account at Region Law Pod. Before I go, to all the officers in the region, if you have information you want to share about a case you're working on or about something that's going on at your police department or with your police department, please don't hesitate to contact me. Thank you for listening.